Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another Word for Today with Ray. I'm always so grateful that we have this time to share together uh, with the Lord and with each other in His Word, knowing that that's uh, the words of life. And so, before we begin our study in the book of Galatians, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we have learned so much about your grace and how nothing can be added to it in this book of Galatians. Lord, it's a joy to know that our God cares about us that much. That, Lord, you would be the one that would keep covenant with us. And even when we sometimes fail to keep our side of the bargain, you're still there. Lord, it's just such a wonderful thing to know we have a Savior like you, Jesus. And I pray today that you will guide our steps uh, into all truth by your Holy Spirit and empower us by the Spirit to live according to those truths so that we might be pleasing to you. And we'll give you thanks for doing this in Jesus' name. Amen. The title to today's lesson is His Seed, and it's taken from Galatians chapter 3 and verse 16. For several verses now, Paul the Apostle has been sharing with us the importance of the promise of grace from God and the lack of the ability of the law to supersede it. The Judaizers who dwelt among the church members of Galatia were attempting to infiltrate the membership with the idea that they must follow the law in addition to having faith in Jesus' finished work on the cross. In chapter 3 and verse 16 of the book of Galatians, Paul shares another reason why the promise of God is so exclusive. He wrote, Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He said not, and to seeds as of many, but as of one, and to your seed, which is Christ. Paul continues to use the example of Abraham in giving this explanation. Yet if we look closely, we will see one difference. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. Let's notice the word seed. This word is singular and not plural. It wasn't to an entire nation that this promise was made, but rather to Abraham and his seed. The question becomes, who is that seed? Paul answers that question in the next part of our verse. Paul said, he said not, and to seeds as of many, but as of one, and to your seed, which is Christ. Sometimes there is no need for explanation when we read the Bible because it gives the explanation itself. This is the case here. Paul noted that God did not say seeds in a plural manner, but rather seed singular. He then tells all readers who that seed is, Christ. If there was ever a place for Paul the Apostle to add additional ways, laws, rules, or methods by which the promise of God would come, this would have been the place. But no, rather than expose other seeds, other ways by which the grace of God might be implemented, Paul tells of the exclusivity of Jesus Christ, only by Jesus, Abraham's seed, would the gospel come? Abraham preceded the law, and the promise of God was given to him then. Abraham is known as the father of our faith, and because of the promise of God through his seed, would all nations be blessed. This seed is Jesus, and he is the Christ who holds promise for all who will receive him. So what about us? Do we believe there are other ways to make it to heaven? Are there additional paths to receiving the grace of God? Is there another seed that has been born with such promise? 
If we take the time to think about what Paul the Apostle is writing, we will discover there is no other way, no other path, and no other seed by which Paul, people may be saved. If there were, Paul the Apostle would be one of the most deceived individuals to ever live. Next time, we will look more into the one particular seed of Abraham. So read ahead and let us join together then. Until tomorrow, there is more. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace as you continue to study his word in Jesus' name.